Confidence does not come before you do something scary, it comes after. You're listening to Take It Personally, a podcast about the personal side of business and the art of standing out. Hi there. I wanted to let you know that in this episode, I'm going to be talking a little bit about body image. And so if that's something that is triggering to you and not something that you want to listen to an entire podcast episode about, that is totally fine. Feel free to skip this episode and catch us again next week. I own seven crop tops. (laughs) If you would have told me a few years ago that after three babies, I would feel more at home in a crop top than just about any other piece of clothing, I would have said you are insane. But a couple of years ago, I worked with a life coach and one of the exercises that she had me do was to act like future Maddie. This exercise was so helpful for me and I've talked about it on the podcast a few times because I am notorious for big picture, long-term goals and dreams and I'm less great at the nitty gritty of getting there. And I still remember a conversation I had with my business coach where I was telling her about a five-year plan and she asked why it was a five-year plan and not a this-year plan. And I didn't have an answer for that. So the idea of acting like future Maddie is this. I do things that future Maddie would do. For me, a lot of these acts came back to confidence and trust. Future Maddie makes time for movement and exercise because she knows that it's been proven in my life. It's imperative for her mental health, for my mental health. Future Maddie takes lunch breaks and doesn't just like sit in front of a computer all day long without drinking water and going for walks. She practices self-care. She meditates. She sleeps more. She doesn't stay up all night doom scrolling Instagram. And she's confident. This got me thinking about confidence in general. As a brand photographer, this is a battle that I see a lot of my clients fighting. The confidence to book the session or hire the coach, the confidence to be themselves, the confidence to take the leap. I struggle with all these same things. And what I realized in this time of working with the life coach was that confidence was not just going to happen to me. It was something I was going to have to actively pursue. I realized I wanted to be the person who maybe didn't not care what people thought because I'm, I can't imagine not caring but doing it anyway. One of the things that this life coach told me and something that I've really tried to live by since then is that confidence does not come before you do something scary. It comes after because so much of confidence is self-trust that you can do hard things and not die and it will be okay. And I think about that all the time because how often have I just been waiting to feel more confident? Enter crop tops. Growing up, I had kind of a weird relationship with my body. I wasn't actively raised in purity culture by any means, but as someone growing up in the 90s and 2000s, I was surrounded by it. There were things that at the time I took at face value that I am now realizing really affected how I feel about my body and bodies in general. 
as a kid or a teen, I somehow internalized that my body needed to be covered up. I think some of this comes back to being self-conscious about my height. I was always one of the taller kids from a pretty early age. So I couldn't like wear a bikini and be a cute little petite pocket girl. I would be noticed or I felt like I would be noticed. I also, like so many listeners I'm sure, grew up in the age of school districts having rules for girls about not wearing spaghetti straps or shorts having to be a certain length. And I was terrified that I would inadvertently break these rules. But have you ever tried to find a pair of shorts that come past your fingertips when you're 5'8"? It's not easy. And it's absolutely shocking to me how much of this is internalized and I am still dealing with as a 31-year-old woman. My daughter went to her first day of preschool the other day and she wore this darling dress and it was like a spaghetti strap dress. She's four and a half. It's fine. She can wear spaghetti straps. If she was 16, she can wear spaghetti straps. And I found myself being like, oh my God, is she going to get sent to the principal's office for these spaghetti straps? And I hate that that's my first thought when she proudly picks out her outfit. But that's my first thought. For years, I heard from all the people who knew a thing or two about business that email marketing was the next frontier and I needed to start an email list. I looked at so many email marketing options and ended up overwhelmed and less than impressed with the clunky platforms that didn't even come close to achieving the aesthetic I was going for. And I was irritated that with every platform I was being penalized as my list grew. I'd have to pay more money as more people signed up. That seemed really backwards. But then, Flowdesk came on the scene. Flowdesk immediately caught my eye because, whoa, she is pretty. Flowdesk helps you easily design emails that people love to open, and it's true. Their templates are gorgeous, the email builder is so intuitive, and the company is trusted by hundreds of online entrepreneurs. Flowdesk makes it easy to start your email list with simple and eye-catching landing pages, easy-to-create workflows, and audience segmentation. It's the first email platform I've tried that doesn't leave me overwhelmed. Not only do I get compliments on these emails, I make sales with them. When I launched a product last December, half of my sales came from email. As an Instagram diehard, that has never happened to me before. Head to flowdesk.com and use the code MADDIE for 50% off your Flowdesk subscription or use the link in the show notes. That's 50% off your subscription with the code MADDIE or use the link in the show notes. One of the things that I've been exploring lately is how do I want to feel? Because I think so often in life or business, especially if you're a high achiever, you can constantly be putting your goals on this pedestal and not really thinking about like, why? Why do I want to make more money? Why do I want to have more clients? Why do I want to have a bigger audience? Like, what is the feeling? And for me, there's a couple different feelings. Peace is a big one and like spaciousness is a big one. And that's more related to like my calendar and the things that are going on. But in general, I want to feel confident. And some of that does come back to my appearance. And maybe that's vain, but I think, you know, vanity is a part of life. And so (laughs) here we are. But I do like I want to feel confident about the clothing choices that I'm making and the things that I'm wearing and how I'm showing up. And I had this realization that 
I wasn't just going to suddenly wake up one day and be confident about wearing a crop top. Like that wasn't just going to happen. I had to wear them. Like I had to try, right? And this might sound silly, but as I started just kind of wading into the shallow end of what, what does this look like? To like be someone who wears these cute trendy crop tops. How does it feel? Do I like it? Do I like it or do I just like the idea of it because it's trendy right now? And so the first crop top that I bought was a little workout top that I kind of thought, you know, I'll use this on my bike at home. I won't wear it to the gym. Then a couple weeks ago, I wore it to a bar class because that seemed appropriate. (laughs) A little crop top in a bar class seemed appropriate with high-waisted leggings, you know. And then um, after that, I bought some crop tops from, I bought one from Aerie and I bought some from Amazon, which I try not to do because fast fashion, but I'm experimenting. And so I was like, okay, I'm going to buy these cheap crop tops and see if I even like them. Turns out I do. Turns out I freaking love a crop top. I feel, I feel hot. Like I feel hot. I feel confident. And I never would have known that it actually made me feel confident and not the opposite had I not tried it and just gotten curious and started experimenting with something as seemingly silly as crop tops. And I'm so glad that I did. And the interesting thing about this is that I'm doing it at 31 after having babies and like, My body is different than it was when I was 17, right? Like it has changed. And I feel more confident now than I ever have before, certainly than I did at 17. And I think it's really interesting that, and granted, I'm I'm speaking completely from a place of privilege because I recognize that I'm still like a relatively straight-sized person. Um, So I, I totally get that. But on my own personal journey, it's really interesting to me that the increase of confidence that I have felt is actually not that tied to what my body looks like. <laughs> like I, I weigh more now. My body is larger now. Um, I'm really proud of it though. That's the thing. Like as I have committed to working out more really because it helps my mental health so much. I was so crabby on Saturday and I knew that I just needed to go to the gym and like sweat it out. But I was so irritated by that. Like I'm so irritated by the fact that endorphins are a thing. And I went to the gym and I was leaving afterward and I was like, oh God, I'm glad I went. This is so annoying, but I feel way better. Like, so that's a huge part of the reason why I go to the gym because it really like it, It's almost kind of, I don't know, I have a really hard time getting my mind to turn off. And in the gym, my mind is pretty much turned off. If anything, it's like, this sucks, this sucks, this sucks. (laughs) It's like a meditative state. But I'm not thinking about my to-do list. I'm not thinking about client work. I'm, I'm not thinking. I'm just doing. And that's been really, really powerful for my mental health. And certainly I've seen like body composition changes and there've been things that I'm working toward and that's really exciting too. But even still, my body is not going back to what it was when I was 17. And I'm cool with that. And I just have this confidence that I've never had before that is 
not related to being, you know, 20 pounds lighter. It's not related to buying smaller size clothing. It's just like this appreciation that I have for my body and that I have for myself, I guess, for doing the work and not just the physical work, but the mental work, the mental work to like show up and see what it's like to be the person who has confidence and be the person who wears crop tops. And it's been a really interesting kind of self-discovery journey. And it's still something that I struggle with. I mean, I don't talk about confidence. I hope that this is clear. I don't talk about confidence like on the other side where I figured all of this out. (laughs) I hope that that is so clear. The other day, I was going to an appointment and like meeting a new practitioner. I was meeting a new therapist. I was going to therapy and I was working with a new therapist. And this was the first time that I was going to meet her. And I like wanted to be comfy, right? You want to be like comfy cozy when you're going to therapy or something like that. And I was like, what do I feel most comfortable and confident in? I'm like, well, it's my joggers and a crop top. Like (laughs) it just is. And even though I do, like I know that that's what I feel most confident in. The wiring of my brain is like, you can't wear a crop top. This is a professional setting. What will people think? You can't do that. Like, and I did it anyway, and it was perfectly fine. And we talked about this in therapy. (laughs) But it's a journey, right? Like, this is a continual process. And so I guess I wanted to ramble today about crop tops and confidence To just give you the nudge if you're struggling with confidence, if you're struggling with making decisions from the place of like, what do I, what do I really want? Like what makes me feel most confident? Like with anything, get curious about it. That's all you can do, right? Just get curious. Why do I feel that way? Why do I think that crop tops mean that I'm not professional or that crop tops mean that I'm showing off my body? And why is that a bad thing if I'm showing off my body? Get curious about the thoughts and feelings that you're having and then just experiment. You might find a new fashion trend that you actually are kind of obsessed with as a 31-year-old mother of three who never thought she would wear a crop top in her life. And here we are. Now, every time I see a crop top, I'm like, "Mm, I might need it. I might need that crop top. Thank you so much for listening to Take It Personally. If you're a regular listener, you might already know that some of the best conversations actually happen after the show. Head over to Facebook and search Take It Personally podcast to join our private Facebook group and join the conversation. We'll also put the link in the show notes. And if you haven't already, would you head over to iTunes and leave us a review? This is the best way to let other people know about the show and help us to keep creating content you love. You can also head to takeitpersonallypodcast.com for all the show notes from today's episode and past episodes. Thanks so much for listening. See you next week.